2: You're listening to Snowbound from Yellow Belly in Boulder, Colorado. I'm George Thomas. We're here with the Stokie Mountain Boys, snowboarders from Eldora. We've got Trevor Waters, Tanner Tedson. That's it. Did I actually get it right? You
0: got it right there.
2: And Willie? Willie Beauregard.
3: Uh, yes, sir. That's the name they gave me. Since 93.
2: <laughs> Since 93. The, the yes, youngest of the group. Yep, the
3: yep. Holding it down. How's so, it going, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to the show.
2: Stokey Mountain Boys. What what the heck does that mean? Well,
3: I mean, the premise of it is uh, the stoke, which is the passion, and it's what brought us here, and Colorado and snowboarding is it's the place to be and the thing to do. We all happen to work at
0: a mountain, so that, that works there.
1: And the friendship that we have just keeps it real, and the stoke really high. We push each other, and we achieve our goals, and we just live the life that we love.
3: Camaraderie, that's... Oh. It's huge. And yeah. being able
1: to
0: spread it out, you know. but Working out a mountain, we get to share with everyone else that comes up there. So we spread the stoke. We keep it going. We do what we can.
2: So I love that you said share because you all are snow sports instructors. That's why right. Why did you want to teach snowboarding rather than just going out and, and shredding on your own?
1: Being outside all day ain't too bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no
3: doubt. It definitely beats being inside of an office. But a lot of people... A lot of people might wonder why we snowboard, and that's kind of what led me to, uh, to want to spread the passion, and otherwise known as the stoke. So uh, naturally, it kind of led me led me to teach and, and instruct, and I, I like to challenge myself to see progression. And once I see somebody get a nice turn in, and you know, the, the smile that comes to my face when I get a good turn in, it's, it's what brings me back for more. And
0: stoke, passion, it's life. Yeah.
3: yeah.
1: It's a- go ahead
0: man I'd say for me for sure you know this uh been around for a while now and last season I felt like I was kind of plateauing and this season being able to teach and see someone who has never even strapped their foot into a snowboard before making S-turns by the end of the day is something that just has brought my passion back to the sport in an unbelievable way can't even explain like how much I think about snowboarding dream about snowboarding snowboard just honestly it is what consumes my mind now and I haven't had no, that no short of the life. truth yeah sure. no, and, you know no, you just no, gotta, gotta go the, yeah, you gotta go yeah, yeah, yeah. as much as possible Absolutely. but it's interesting
2: that you said it brought your passion back because you seem to love snowboarding but really teaching teaching you did enjoy because, teaching that much
0: you know being able to see someone else get that first turn and they get the stoke and they get that smile on their face when they're just like yes i just did it it linked up it worked and then I see them do that, I'm I'm below them and I'm screaming lit- louder than they are. You yeah, know? Yeah, like, yeah, I'm yeah. now they're just like,
3: Yeah, the fire, <laughs> the fire is lit and then it's their job to stoke it on their own and that's kinda the you know, the premise of teaching snowboarding. You teach somebody a foundation and then it's up to them to be creative and they can throw however they want and it's individual expression and that's that's something that's another huge part of snowboarding. It's another reason why we're all here. We all ride, you know, to our own style, but we all have the same common goal and that's to have a darn good time doing it. Yeah,
1: Trevor,
2: we've kind of left you out here. So.
1: That's right. They're doing a good job. Okay. this is Trevor, Captain. Really Captain Waters here. Yeah. These guys like to talk a lot. It's hard to get a word in. Peter might have been He talks he talks a lot. To he's up. got a deaf dog that he talks yeah. a lot to, so yeah. it's, you know, he's got some language. Yeah. I'm sending this to out a, there. It's his roommate, not his dog. Yeah, She's a wolf. She's a wolf like me. But yeah, no, they they summed it up pretty well. It's You know, those moments that you have out there when, you know, for all you snow sliders out there, you know, that flow and you get those turns and you feel that you just, you know, you can't describe it. And then you like, but you can like note, you can see it and you like recognize it in other people. And then when you can like transmit that to like someone who's never experienced it and they can can, like get those experiences and have those moments and like you can see it on their face and how like. That's just what kind of like... It's a
0: beautiful
3: thing.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. And
0: it's a click, too. It just yeah.
1: happens. All of a sudden, they could be falling every
0: single five feet, and then all of a sudden, boom, and they're up and going. And that's that's much more
3: gratifying than the pay might be, but then we also do have these extraordinarily cool benefits where we can ride pretty much any mountain in Colorado, and that's
1: for free. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So sure. we do ride a lot. But. So Winter Park yesterday. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, it was unreal. All time. Yeah, all yeah. Time. Yeah.
2: Why the snowboard? Each of you. Willie, let's start with you.
3: Uh skied when I was two. Um, I'm actually from Florida. And when I was two, I went to Steamboat. And I don't remember much of skiing, but I do remember a beautiful view. And, I, I mean, that's where Colorado kind of imprinted in my life. And I was like, you know what? Colorado's the place to be. And then uh, up until I was 12, we would... Well, actually, up until I was like 18, every year for a week, we would be out here in Colorado. And I skied uh, when I was... Up till I was 12th, terrible skier actually couldn't really the the ski instructors couldn't handle me and didn't like skiing so strapped on a snowboard immediately felt in tune once I heard the bindings click over my feet it was just like music to my ears and all of a sudden things came together and and it's just never hindered on a snowboard whenever you're up there just it's your paintbrush your mountains your canvas and it's. Like I said earlier, it's just a great way of self-expression.
2: So it's like Harry Potter finding his wand.
3: I mean, couldn't have said it better myself.
2: <laughs> you didn't say it. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, George. Tanner, how about you? You
0: got it, George. So yeah, I actually started on uh, on two sticks as well. Um, my dad owned a ski shop back in Santa Cruz, of all places. Closest this mountain about five hours. We were right on the coast there. So, yeah, Lake Tahoe, that was, that was the whole mountain we rode up. Diamond Peak, Incline Village, that's where it all started. And started skiing, did it for a few years, and I think I got my first snowboard on my ninth or 10th birthday. And went into lessons with my brother and my cousin, the three of us. We all did it for one day. They quit after the lesson, put skis back on, never went back to a snowboard. And I was determined, you know, I was like, I'm going to give it a day or two, figure it out. <laughs> And I jumped on skis after riding a board for two days, and I just couldn't even do it. I drilled a tree, I hit a, tele- or a trail lift pole, I was just could not make it happen anymore, so I switched back to the board and, and stayed on it, and I would ride by myself for about four seasons. Um, my uncle, my dad, my brothers, they're all rippers. They grew up riding Squaw Valley, getting 50-plus days in a year, and they wouldn't allow a snowboard to ride with them. Right. So I made it my... Absolute goal to get better than all my uncles, so that I could go rip it up and show them what's up on a snowboard, and that was what drove me to just push myself with snowboarding. So I would try and progress and progress and progress, and then about four seasons in, four seasons in, they uh, they finally let me ride with them and had a good time. They had re- they respected me finally for riding riding one stick instead of two, and I don't think I could ever
2: look back. I'm I'm sticking to a board. Yeah, Trevor. Now, wait a minute. I'm, I'm really scared that Willie is gonna get me here in, in a minute. <laughs> I can see the look. Yeah. Trevor. A- anxious. anxious over here. You gotta watch out for him over there. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, so yeah, following the trend here, I also started out on a couple of planks, uh, riding Mammoth out in California and doing some trips with my, my dad was a big skier. Um, so we had like kind of a ski family and we would always go on trips. We had a timeshare in Park City for a couple of years when I was in second grade. Did a whole lot of skiing. Just kind of fell away from it. Started snowblading. You know, Snow that I really cool. Uh, yeah, one of those guys. Yeah, Trevor's Obama a blades. Obama blades, Needless to say,
3: Trevor is a uh, he's a snowblader. No.
1: And so then after that, I was like, okay, blades. snowboarding was now the cool thing to do. So I had to start snowboarding uh, about 15 years ago. And uh, just started riding the board since then, and it's stuck. And I got way better at snowboarding than I was at skiing. And it's, it's yeah. It's really fun. This
0: guy in one season, I have not seen anyone progress that much in one season. Hucking it. Yeah, I just, just uh, yeah. stomped
1: my first backflip the other day. It was those uh, moments that you dream about, and then they just kind of happen because you make them happen, because you push through your fear, which yeah. don't let fear dictate your actions.
2: Now, when you guys are up at the mountain, I mean, you're doing a lot of different jobs. When you're not instructing, you know, I guys see at the lifts, and... The cool thing is, you guys bring your attitudes to every job you're at up at Eldora, and it's... It's infectious.
3: Well, that brings me to my next point, George. Actually, <laughs> it's, it's almost taken over. All right. No, our, 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 jo- our job our job, is not just to scan your lift ticket. It's to give you a smile and and to, and to give you as much stoke as one can possibly receive and as one can possibly take before you get on that chairlift. And we hope that you're skiing safe. Don't forget to breathe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ski safe. Most importantly, it's good, it's that's, 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 that's number one. And then number two, have as much fun as you can. So that's kind of where we just pass it off. So it's safety safety comes hand in hand
0: with Stoke, and then, you know, do your thing. We'll say the same thing to you 50 times if you're at our lift, but you know what? It's coming it's coming in hot every time. Yeah. <laughs> hey, how's it
3: going? Hope it's going good. Some people don't talk to you, so you kind of go back and forth with yourself. It's really a fun and exciting job. You get to mix it up with lifts, too. The unique
2: yeah. thing is, though, that you sound genuine when you say it each time. And I've heard it over and over. no, <laughs> but seriously, I mean you do. You, you sound like it. you really care.
0: I mean we do. Is the thing yeah, is yeah. that we Absolutely. we want to show everyone else that we're there because we want to be there. You know, we're working on a mountain, we're living the life. We're yeah. taking ride breaks and shredding powder while getting paid. Yeah, <laughs> and, then yeah. It, and
3: then it's not a bad life. Yeah, and like on the flip side, and, and when you can when you come together and you have a good group of friends, putting that together and then riding those awesome other mountains that we have the uh you know the benefit to ride for free having your friends out there and the camaraderie that you mentioned earlier it really goes hand in hand with progression i mean you see some people do some pretty gnarly things and you just kind of step back for a second you're like wow that just went down so i follow that up with as much as i can and you know it, it feels it feels just good everyone's just cheering one another on and everyone's doing their own thing riding their own style and it's it's awesome. It's incredible. So. First
2: year of instructing for each of you.
3: Second, returning back at Eldora. First for me.
1: First for me as well. Yes.
2: What was it that kind of keyed you to give instructing a try?
1: Well, it comes down to the passion that you have for what you are doing at the time. So, what we're doing right now, is snowboarding, it just it draws you to want to do that all the time and just. You think about it and any way you can to just do that instead of anything else. Yeah. Is like kind of so the easiest way for us, teaching. We're up at the mountain every day, on the snow every day, strapping my snowboard every single day, and that's just kind of like the way I want it to be. And that's the way it is.
3: Let me ask all you listeners out there, have you guys ever worked an office job? That's that's what that's that's what led me to a
1: mountain. (laughs) No doubt about that. Yeah. That's it. I was right there. Yeah. That's the way it is. That's that's the way I want it to be and that's the way it is.
2: So in second year for you, Willie, um, what was it that brought you back? Um, I mean, what was it really about teaching that you just said? Because it's got to be more than the ability to get out and ride. And you've talked about that some.
3: Yeah. um, Also, working working with kids is something that's really cool because a lot of people... It's, it's kind of sad and unfortunate, but a lot of people think that snowboarding is really dying out and dwindling and, you know, the numbers show or whatever. But it's really strong in the youth, and I think that a lot of parents these days are kind of encouraging self-expression, and I think there's really no better way.
0: Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds.
1: Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, Right.
2: But what won't change? Needing health insurance, United Healthcare Tri-Term medical plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com.
1: Then uh, to
3: go up to a mountain and whether it be to ski or to snowboard, you're still, you know, you're still getting involved in your own, you know, this is me doing it. And so a lot of these kids see us rad snowboard instructors, Trevor, Tanner. They're like, you know, I want to so, do that. I want to go snowboard. I actually, there was a student that joined my class last year who was a skier. She saw me on the mountain with another young lady that I was teaching and she said, Mom, I want to, I want to snowboard. And I don't know if maybe the boots are more comfortable or if it's like a cooler look, but um, yeah, but seeing, seeing, seeing the future of the nation, if you will, like some of these kids have the opportunity if their parents want to give them, you know, give bless them with, you know, the tools they need. Some of these kids can actually go pro, and they love it. And to see them want to go top to bottom and not take a break, I mean, I'm wanting to take a a break more so than, you know, a kid might be who's ripping it up. Hey, you want to go and get some hot chocolate? No, no, I want to do 180s. And they have the opportunity to do something big. So if you've been a part of that, there's no better feeling. I actually got to write uh, a scholarship, a letter of recommendation for a kid who then received scholarship at woodward for mountain biking which if anybody who knows who woodward is it's it's a pretty big deal and i felt like i was a part of that and that's that's huge to me is, is and also respect is huge uh okay,
2: okay. tanner Hi, no that was that,
1: that was very put very well Willie. I...
0: yeah so i actually started i was a lacrosse coach for three years back in santa cruz back home and so i got the bug just from teaching people something that you're passionate about and like Willie was saying earlier, I was in a total office job style environment before I started working outdoor ed. And I wanted something to just have fun with. But at the same time, I knew that I loved teaching people things that I was into doing. So to have a chance to be able to knock out two birds with one stone and have a job where I show up to work, you know, I have an amazing time. I go home. I'm not stressed out about it. And at the same time, I get to share probably the thing that I love the most in this world with as many people as possible. Then sign me up. <laughs> there's, there's no, I don't, Bingo, don't want anything brother. else. Amen.
1: Well, what does it for me with the kids is, I'm just a total goofball at heart, and just getting to hang out with kids all day and just be a total goofball with them all day, every day, just really keeps me young, and I get to enjoy. Adults are kind of boring now. <laughs> they they're too busy adulting and doing all their like taxes and stuff, and kids are just like pew 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 lasers and Pokemon and I'm just like yeah let's do that instead of taxes and they're not as hard headed because if a little kid sees that
3: you're capable of doing something pretty cool most of the time 9 times out of 10 they're like wow I want to do that whereas an adult's like what do you mean? I gotta keep my weight on my front foot? I know what I'm doing. I'm gonna lean back the whole time. You're just a kid, you know. Like, you're, you don't know what you're doing. Excuse me, about. sir. You know, I'm or you know, ma'am. It's you know, I'm here to do my job. And if you wanna give me that hard-headed adult attitude, then I'm not gonna be
0: able to do it. And the kids are a lot tougher. Adults yeah. are sissies. They take two falls and they're done for the day. Yeah. Kids will fall 50 times and they're just like gumbies and get yeah. back Did you see up. Yeah. Sometimes
3: where it's like eye popping, like you have just seen a ghost. You know, you're like, oh man, you don't know if they're okay, and then you hurry down there and the kid. <laughs> Kids smiling from ear to ear, and all you can see is snow on their face. I mean, that's just like you're an inspiration to me. You're yep. a hot dog.
2: So that leads uh-huh. me into my next question What's the age limit on Stoke?
3: There is none, George. What a ridiculous question. What do you think? Oh, come on. The womb right there. Oh, yeah. I. <laughs> We'll,
0: well, actually, if you we'll think about early. how we start out, it's yeah. got to be on some Stokes. So. Yeah, it's, it's. Starts right from the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> right. Stoke is kind of. never <laughs> fade.
3: Stoke's kind of the foundation that that you lie at a young age whenever whatever it is that you desire to try to accomplish, whenever you accomplish it, that feeling that comes to you. Like, for example, Trevor landing his first backflip the other day, he had this desire to do it, and what brought him there was the Stoke that led, that he was building up, you know, doing other stuff, doing little 360s or 540s or doing other little hits and he's like, you know what, I have an opportunity that I can actually go much bigger and feel even that much better and that would be the fuel to the flames that we call
1: Stoke. Yeah, what really was the best part of that was I was like lying awake at night just in my head imagining the moment that that would happen, landing the first backflip and then I just decided at one point in my mind, I was like, it's already done, like I'm gonna do it and I fell the first three times. Did a pretty good face smash once, and then I was like, "Nope, one more. I'm oh gotta do it again." And the fourth time, whipped that thing and stuck it. And oh. <laughs> like, after having this goal and then putting, you know, all this fear that comes into it, because the backflip's pretty serious. Well, I mean, it's it's technically pretty easy, but it's pretty scary, and it's commitment. Yeah. So coming go. up Great to commitment. that fear, that fear barrier, it's I like to. This quote that I keep repeating in my head when I get scared of something. It says, "Everything you have ever wanted is on the other side of fear." And I just, when you push through that fear and you actualize your your goal, that is something that is like the most self gratifying, self actualizing, like thing that I think a person can do. And achieving that, it, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. It's yeah. I can't. I can't describe it.
3: <laughs> it's, no, it is beautiful, and that's like, you know. Letting, letting go of fear is is a huge part of snowboarding and like i something that I've been dealing with lately and I mean you, know, you can ask you can ask my buddies and you know it sometimes will it drives down the stoke and you can't really allow that to happen because uh, it's it's gonna be this building block that you're gonna have to just get around and once you get around it like on the other side of fear just like Trevor just said is something so beautiful that when it comes together, it, it literally can bring tears to your eyes. Trevor, that was sarcastic. However, f- uh, when you follow up something that beautiful, it should have been real tears. I'll tell you that
0: right now. What do you think, George?
3: I <laughs> uh, would have to agree. Uh,
2: with that, that face shot had to give you tears. Oh, man.
0: <laughs> Well, the thing about that, too, is I was working the lift, and I could see the entire train park from where I was working. So I had the entire crew watching Trevor every single time he went down, waiting at the bottom. And we're just sitting there in suspense, see him go, and he just eats it. And everyone's just, oh, no. Like, he comes down, give him high fives, get him all psyched up to go again. Like, all right, just do it a little bit faster or just huck it around a little bit tighter. And... I saw him every single attempt, and then I saw him get to stick it. And I'm sitting there bumping chairs, and I look underneath, and I see my buddy throwing his first backflip ever. Not much yeah. better than that, right there. Yeah, he don't... comes down, and he's he's <laughs> dancing all the way down to the chair. Get out there, screaming, howling like the wolf he is. It was yeah, it yeah. was pretty cool to witness.
3: Something I can take from that is, uh, you know, don't let falling build fear. Let it be a lesson. You know, let it let it. What did I do wrong, and how can I how can I do it properly? That's gonna fuel my stoke and now trevor's probably going to be doing rodeo back fives next week for all we know that's
2: interesting because i mean a lot of people would look at stuff like this and feel really competitive you all are just really encouraging
3: absolutely i mean that's that's all what it's about trevor and i worked at a bike park over the summer together and that's where it kind of began for him and i and i kind of pitched him pitched him this job idea and i was like yo i'm working on a mountain you know you're from cali you want to ride mountains let's do it that's why I came out here from Florida to ride mountains, and and so I already understood that he was, you know, a uh, a stoke enthusiast himself, a stoky so. mountain boy. Yeah, stoke- sto- I knew mountain he was. A, I knew he was a stoky mountain stokey. boy himself. So roots run deep. Yeah, roots do run deep, and exactly that's that's actually that's that's so true. Roots do run deep. You know, like whatever it was, I mean, whatever it was to establish your desire to want to push yourself and push your limits, it's not a it's, competition. It's a really. Yeah, it's not. You're out
1: there to have fun. And no one needs that kind of negativity in their life. It's all about the positive. You got to keep your friends positive because you fall and what do you want to say to your friend? Like, oh, you suck? You you failed? You fell? No. you're Like, oh, you'll totally get it next time. Like, it that kind of attitude is what the world needs, not the other one. So that's... Yeah, yeah. Honestly, you know, it's,
0: it's, a, it's a collaboration. You, got, you come together and you get three different brains looking at the exact same jump. We're all thinking different angles why not talk about it, think of the sickest possible thing you could do off of it, and then I'll try and hook it, and it's going to look different no matter who's doing it. Because I
3: mean, everyone has yeah, their own yeah, style. Everyone's yeah, got their own yeah, style, they do I mean, it their
1: own way, and that's what's beautiful about snowboarding. Yeah,
3: whichever way you do it. Uh, actually, one of my favorite snowboarders, Nicholas Mueller, and I'll quote him real quick in a movie, I think in 2007, Burton produced, uh, he, he said, for right or wrong, there is no right or wrong. It's whatever drives you you know whatever makes you feel the best and whatever is helping you express yourself the most that's that is what it's about it's not it's not always doing this differently than me he's a different human being celebrate that like that's awesome you you hit something completely different for me and that's so cool because that's what you saw whereas i might
0: have saw you know 30 feet to the left a different jump and you get to and, pick up on it and yeah, see and the different tweaks and
1: different styles. And you and get your like, oh, I want to try that. And everyone's and, throwing down, and everyone's pushing their limits, and they're progressing. And you can see it. That's like just nuclear stoke fusion that yeah, erupts it, it into it does, a yeah. mushroom cloud of stoke. We were at,
3: um, we were, we were at Winter Park last week. They, these guys actually rode that the other day, and apparently it was a, one heck of a day, but... We were out there the other day, and there was uh, another friend of ours who's just an incredible rider. Soon enough, whenever we get our our videos up, you guys will see all our riding. And one of our friends, Ian, is just an absolute shredder. He Used to ride for USASA, and we were like, "Yo, yeah, he's 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 very stout snowboarder." And we let him lead the way, and it was it was Trevor. What was Ian? Me, and then Trevor, and we are all just snaking down the mountain, and we were doing just side hits. We are just focusing on anything that was natural on the side that was built from, you know, just people going over it continuously, and we were, you know, we were hitting jumps 15, 20 feet going off of them, and it was just something that not was created by man, but was already there, you know, and awesome. So cool to just have, like, an old school skate session, you know, with, like, everyone just snaking around, and then...
1: Kind of just thrashing down the hill. Yeah, thrashing down the hill, throwing up snow wherever we can. Good stuff.
2: Yeah. So how do you keep your attitude in all sorts of weather, all sorts of conditions? Oh, it's windy today. Oh, my gosh, it's icy. It really comes from gratitude, George.
1: Um, Just being grateful, keeping that gratitude about being out there when you can and you have good weather, being out there when you can and there's bad weather. When it's snowing, that's when you're rejoicing because that's when the pow is. And you're you're grateful that you're on your snowboard and you're grateful for your buddies and they got your back. And you know, life's pretty simple when your board's on your foot and your, your buddy's by your side and your coffee mug is full of coffee.
3: And you all have one common goal, and that's what, to fulfill the stoke? I mean, definitely, definitely. Yeah.
1: And you're out in nature, it's just, it's like a, it's a temple, and it's really easy to stay stoked when you're doing something so beautiful all the time.
0: And I think of the days, too, where you're feeling maybe you're not on or you're feeling a little bit off or it's howling wind and you're freezing cold. Those are the days that when you stick it out till the end of the day, you ride that last chair and you get down to the bottom and you're not hurt, you're not broken, that you're just like, all right, this is why I do this. And even though that might have sucked a little bit, I'm getting up at 6 in the morning tomorrow to get first chair again. I think that keeps the drive going, definitely then on the days that it does suck, I mean, beer helps for sure. So we, we keep that going, keep the stoke going in any way possible with the, little, little the, stoke, little stoke, little stoke, the stoke bubbles. bubbles. <laughs> you know,
3: we're all of age, and that's, that's also another, little, part of, another part of the passion. It's funny when, you know. A little seat. keystone at Keystone. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, it's good. A little adult sort of. Snowboard culture. Ah. What's ski f- culture. Everyone's all about that. First
2: of many visits with the Stokie Mountain boys. Thanks very much for taking the time to chat with us tonight.
3: George, we appreciate it very much, and thanks for uh, thanks for checking in, guys.
1: Yeah, stay stoked out there. Stay
3: stoked. Stay safe. Checking out.
2: Keep it up. Can't talk, can't wait to talk again. Trevor Waters, Tanner Tedson, Willie Beauregard, from Yellow Belly in Boulder, Colorado. Until Enjoy next time. time. We are out of here.